Welcome to this week's podcast of All About Relationships. This is episode number 152, part 7 of our Level Up series <laughs> with Nugget 22. Audrey, good to have you with us. And I'm just saying, hey, this is a promised episode yes. of trust. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's the one thing that changes everything. So today, I am confident that this is an absolute reality that trust is the thing that changes everything. And I'm hopeful that you're going to experiment further on how trust works in your relationships. And I'm even inviting everyone to challenge it, test it, because there are issues and tragedies that feel out of our control, mm -hmm. but we can start building trust, we can build it. giving trust, mm -hmm. and being trustworthy. Yeah, repentance is a big part of this, where there is a place of remorse where trust has been lost or broken. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the restitution that can and needs to take place, but then the redemption the healing part of building trust together, and then the reordering or the restructuring of our life together. We have a fresh look on trust just because of our own personal experience mm -hmm. of how we built trust together. So this is personal as well as this is going to be something probably you might, it's a bit radical, and, yeah. I, and I think you're ready for this. Well, I'm looking forward to the conversation, and we want to invite you into it. So we are your hosts, Bob and Audrey. Thanks for listening. Bob, whenever we create a new podcast, we'd love to send out an email with a picture. A current picture yeah. or a picture. I don't know whether yeah. it's current or not. So last week, we sent a picture of you and our dog, Winston, our Labradoodle, and you're both wearing... You really stretched me on I this did. one. I did. You were both wearing wigs. <laughs> just even saying that out loud. I was reluctant in sending it. I'm just like, no, <laughs> this is just silly. Why, Audrey? Why are you sending a picture of me yeah. and the dog wearing wigs? And I just want to give a shout out. Um, we got a great response from you, but I just love this one particular response okay. that said this. Dear, first, the first letters were ha 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 ha, probably at 50 ha ha's. <laughs> and um, then she says, dear Bob and Audrey, you have made my day. I have really laughed. And that is a miracle oh, for good. me at this point in time in my life. A God bless you, dears. And I thought, wow, we don't know what she's Just going a through. Laugh. But it's it's a miracle that she was able to oh, laugh. I love it. And so thanks, Bob, for letting hey, me share the wig I, yeah. <laughs> the wig pick. It was against my Yeah, I really didn't want to go there, but we I thought, well, we'll let it go. It's interesting because I I've been off social media for a long, long time now yeah. with regards to Facebook, Instagram posts and stuff, and just really haven't been successful at it. I think we'll give it another try in this new year and really uh, find new ways to uh, connect with y'all. But uh, I, I just noticed that in the past, I could work really hard at structuring and crafting some really insightful words, you know, making a meme or something like that, use one of my own pictures. And I mean, for me, it's really good. Yeah. And okay. it's and it very time consuming. Oh, my with goodness. With a lot of Then thought. I put it up there and you just get a few likes. Right. But then you throw up a picture of a dog or something and everyone's, oh, I like that. Everybody likes that. So anyhow, so last week we sent out a picture of me with a wig. 
and the dog. Yeah, I love it. Okay, this week we have another picture. Yeah, the image this week, I was excited. A couple weeks ago, I went to a bridal shower and on the registry, there there was a trash can. And I thought, well, that's not a very romantic, fun shower gift. But then I had an idea, ding, 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 ding. So I ordered this great big trash can that was on the registry, but I actually mm-hmm. filled it with be- small beach balls that represented all the things that you should throw out in your marriage. Yeah. So they I were just little hand sized, hand sized white, white beach balls. Beach balls. Yeah. And I took a picture for you with my friend Brooklyn, who's getting married very soon. Mm-hmm. And what I put on those um, those beach balls were things like suspicious, well, suspicion, it's trash, it's tra- trash, things you need to throw, throw in the out. trash in your things relationship. You need to daily Some deal of the things with. Were take sus- out the trash. Yeah, suspicion, throw it in the trash. Mean thoughts about the person, throw it in the trash. Throw in the trash. You know, I, anyway, I can't think of all of them, but I thought of tons of them and I filled this up. So during the shower, she was reading all these things and just saying, oh, I need to put all these in the trash. I said, yeah, yeah that's, that's just a really idea. good idea. <laughs> so anyway, that's a fun little gift idea if you ever think of it. Hey, and just a reminder, if you don't get our email and it's a reminder of when the uh, podcast is uh, released, I know that if you do uh, sign up for the podcast and you hit their notifications every time that a podcast, a new podcast is posted, you will get a reminder. But something that we'd like to do is uh, send an article and so there is an accompanying article with every one of these podcasts that you can, you know, print, read, share with others. And we just uh, send that out once a week. I love it. I hope you're part of our list. Okay. Now we're going to talk about the gift that changes everything. The gift, the gift of trust everything. that changes everything. And I said it earlier on the intro, but I am confident, Bob, that this is an absolute reality. Trust is when trust is broken, it's almost impossible to have a thriving, enjoyable, easy relationship with somebody. And yet trust is so easily broken. And so I think that giving this podcast Mm -hmm. enough, this episode, enough time to thoroughly work through trust is a just a great move for a great direction for today. I was looking for different truth statements about trust. And here's a few of them that I found. You must trust and believe in people or life just becomes impossible. (laughs) It really is. Trust is the first step and love is always the place where we show value. Here's another one. Trust is the glue of life. It's the most essential ingredient in effective communication. It's the foundational principle that holds all relationships together. Wow. So very, very true. Yeah. And we're going to get very real today because we deal with very real situations as we have sessions that are private with people. And what do you do when trust is broken? And what happens when we trust? And how? what if that person is not trustworthy? How do we take that risk that it feels like? But I am convinced that your ability to establish, build, extend, and even restore trust has everything to do with your solution moving forward. And because, Bob, I believe that the way we solve problems and get things done is through trust. And nothing's mm-hmm. more impactful than trust. And, and as you said, even in the in the Proverbs, nothing has changed my relationship with God more than trust. And trust remains more than anything else. I think the thing that changes everything. But you can't trust who you don't know. And so I think that we are going to really just 
unlayer, sort of unpackage the facets of trust and how it's so fragile and how what we can do as our part, even if the other person isn't mm-hmm. wanting to, what is there? Some, there's something I can do. And that's why that's one of the most empowering things as I'm learning more and more about relationships. Tell me what I can do rather than mm-hmm. waiting for someone else to change. That's got to be the thing that's been growing and increasing in my understanding more mm-hmm. all the time. There's always something that I can do when it comes to trust. Mm-hmm. The four cornerstones or building blocks of establishing a healthy, right relationship. And I've shared these many times over and over again, but I believe it's worth repeating them again. And so here here are the four, almost like the four legs of a chair. When all are in place, it's sturdy and strong. Take one out and you begin a balancing act. Take two of them out, and boy, things really begin to be rocky. But anyhow, these four legs are the four cornerstones of a healthy, right relationship. The first one is love. Love is the most enduring. Love never fails. Love is value. Love is unconditional. And when love is unconditional, I have no strings attached. So this this is, I mean, we all experience love within a relationship. Another one that takes a lifetime is knowledge and understanding. Just getting to know the other person and then being able to offer them your kindness. When you offer one your kindness, what it is, you're offering them strength. I want to know you, but in my strength, I'm choosing to understand you. I want to I want to serve you. I want to come beneath you, uphold you with my strength and never, ever remind you of your weakness. So those are the are two, love, knowledge, and understanding. And then the third one is respect in honor. And this one tends to be the most neglected in a relationship. And yet I think it's, it's the one that is the most misunderstood because you can respect someone. It's respect tends to be something uh, that is, is earned or, or something where you, uh, there's an admiration of one's achievement. And then there's honor. And this is how I relate with you. This is how I connect with you. And honor is one that is really given. It's a posture of the heart. So the respect and the honor within a relationship, I think, is the most ignored. And then the fourth component to a healthy, right relationship is the one we're speaking about today is trust. Trust is the most fragile, meaning the most easily broken and sometimes takes the longest or it's the hardest to restore. And I've heard people say, Audrey, that, you know, you know, once trust is broken, you can never get it back. But I see it more as, you know, like uh, someone who has broken their arm or there's been a broken bone. And when that bone is healed at the break, it's never been stronger. Right. And so that's kind of where I'm going today. Yeah. Is that, you know, we've we've all experienced at times broken trust. Mm-hmm. And again, we're not just going to ignore it. We're not just going to blindly push it aside. 
But what it, the, the biggest question is, how do we restore and regain trust so that we can be stronger, happier, and healthier than we've ever been? Yeah, it's so true. So what we'll be talking about today, you guys, yes, it can definitely, definitely be applied to couples, but I really want to encourage you that this is a lot of relationships and it's a lot to do with children, how trusting mm-hmm. your children, this is going to affect... Um, your friends, your parents. This is definitely all relationships. Yes, because the relationship of trust, myself with you, really does begin with me. Mm-hmm. I love how applicable this is to everyday life. Yes. The um, idea of trust, giving trust, being trustworthy um, was applicable to me just even half an hour ago as Robert was working on a project. He's, he's our 21-year-old. And um, I was starting to take over and he says, mom, do you want to do it Mm. for me? And I went, wait a minute. No, Robert, I trust you. And immediately I gave him his power back. It's like, no, I trust you. And I think that's really key. Yeah. When you trust someone, you empower someone. Yes. And when you withhold trust. And you question people. Yeah. Wow. You're, You're not going anywhere fast. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but this has been a very big journey, a very important journey that I've been on when it comes to trusting my kids and Mm -hmm. knowing that I don't have to control them because fear always controls and trust. I can give trust and let people have their journey. Audrey, I'm thinking back to the trash can and the things that, you know, need to be discarded, the things that need to be thrown away. And when it comes to really hitting a speed bump in a relationship, It's almost as though I can see this piece of trash that needs to be thrown away. And it almost becomes almost a web of entrapment in a relationship. And that is of suspicion Mm -hmm. where I really don't trust you. Mm -hmm. And I have for some reason suspicion to withhold, to critique, to judge, to check up on because I don't trust you. I really want to take a look at this because this is where couples really get stuck and they cause further harm or damage to the relationship simply because why won't you trust me? What can I do more, you know, in order to earn your trust? You know, when will this suspicion finally be thrown away? When can we yet again feel safe with one another. And so, you know, today I feel like this is a real big one when it comes to relationships and moving forward and thriving in both life and love, that being suspicious of one another is, is so entangling. So, Bob, I love that we're going in this direction, but I want to validate those mm-hmm. that there's been ongoing, absolute, obvious things that are going around over and over and over again, and someone's been completely untrustworthy. I get that. And there's going to be another approach to this. But now I would love to help the person who is wanting to build trust yeah. and be trustworthy mm-hmm. after they've been, quote unquote, jumping through the hoops for a long time, but that person is still not trusting them. Mm-hmm. What can they do in that situation? Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've chatted with, you know, as I was saying, countless people. And so it's almost as though I'm looking for this common ground. It's not that we're wanting to be malicious, you know, towards the other person. We're not, you know, looking to hurt or harm the other person. Yes, you know, I, I have betrayed, I have broken your trust. 
And, you know, is it painful? Yes. Do I understand the depth of your pain? No, probably not. And I know, and I may never fully understand, you -hmm. know, the, the anguish that you're experiencing, but I don't want to live alienated from you and forever feeling as though there's nothing that I can do. There's never enough, you know, that I'm able to pay in order to reconcile that so that we could live at peace and harmony one with another where trust could be healed, you know, in our lives. That's what I'm looking for. And so oftentimes I when I'm working with an individual or a couple, I need to bring them to this place of a mutual understanding. You know, you're not my enemy. You know, you're not my problem. You you know, and I'm not going to play the role of a victim either, but rather we want to reconcile. We want to heal. So now how do we begin to restore trust yet again in our relationship. And I believe that it begins with forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, in that very first place, let forgiveness have its place. I'm so glad you mentioned that first, because um, I was working with a woman last, last week and, and, you know, her husband has an addiction issue and, you know, she's, she's still feeling the trauma of when she has found out about these addictions and these things. And, and she goes, how can I trust someone after this trauma? Mm-hmm. And I, and, and it's interesting as much as I could have, we could have taught about trust. What Jesus did was he met her in that place of trauma when she remembered yeah. and Jesus began to heal her when she first got the shock of the trauma. Cause trauma, trauma, trauma is always shocking. And she experienced Jesus holding her, mm-hmm. loving her, being the trustworthy one. You know what? It all comes down to it, Bob. He really is the trustworthy yes. one. There is no one that we could ever trust like we can our creator, God, the one who made us, and Jesus who heals our broken heart. So it's interesting. She says, all of a sudden, after we had our session together, I feel so loved in that traumatic place that it no longer has that hold on me, yes. that I'm scared of it happening again. Yeah, and wow. I said, exactly. Trauma is real, mm-hmm. but when you're healed in it, you feel all of a sudden with Jesus there with you, you feel shielded that even if it were to happen again, yeah. you are not my answer. You're not my source. You're not my perfect, trustworthy person, yeah. but yet I am a person who trusts God so Mm -hmm. much that I can not only forgive you, but I can be protected Mm -hmm. because I've got the love of God protecting Mm -hmm. me and shielding me from traumatic, more ongoing traumatic moments. Getting to that place of security, that's what's going to get us to building trust. That's the first step is getting that place of security that you're not my source mm-hmm. of trust. Yeah, because forgiveness isn't a cheap word. No. Forgiveness isn't just condoning another person's behavior and simply saying it's okay. No, it's not okay. You know, it never should have happened, shouldn't have been said, shouldn't have participated. No, we should with have it, to go through but trauma. It happened. Right. So now what will I do? And so forgiveness, you know, begins with me. Mm-hmm. It takes one to forgive, but it takes two to reunite. Right. So I'm not going to allow forgiveness to eat at me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to take the offense and I'm going to send that offense away because that offense, harboring and holding that offense will eat me up. 
Yeah. And then I will live suspicious. I will live controlling. And you'll be, I, you know, you'll the be fear living, will, will, you know, limit my life. You'll be living really nervous. Yeah. This girl was just living nervous of when she's going to get more information of that happening again, even had it been, though it had been a long mm. time, because she wasn't healed from the trauma. She was waiting for that to happen again. So let me tell you what happened. She had to get loved in her traumatic moment first. Yeah. She had to get love there. She had to not just know about God's love, but experience her, him in that place and healing and just settling. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a settling. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I see, I can go back in time. And in that moment, I, I can experience breathing. Now, even though I'm shocked, I can breathe in that mm-hmm. moment. Jesus is healing me. Well, once I start resting, once I start breathing again, mm-hmm. now maybe I can forgive that other person. Yep. Now maybe now I can. Now we can begin to work. Now to we can work towards reuniting, mm-hmm. but not until I get other. so loved there, yeah. so secure, so safe. Yeah. Now I can start forgiving that person. And what happened with this person, um, with the one I was with last week, is then she goes now. I'm not living nervous because I'm shielded no matter what he does, because we can't control the other person's behavior. Mm -hmm. And what you're expressing here, Audrey, is really allowing Jesus into our pain and loving me accurately there. And keeping me safe. Yeah, because forgiving doesn't erase the bitter past. You know, it, it just, it doesn't. But when we forgive, a healed memory is not a deleted memory. Jesus wants to come and love me, but it's there a recreated. Me. Yeah. It's a recreated memory. This girl, mm-hmm. when her traumatic moment, when she first was struggling with her husband's addiction, she she now has a recreated memory where sure. you know what? I wasn't alone. I thought right. I was, but I was not alone. Right. Instead, when I choose to forgive, I forgive what I cannot forget. Right. But when I forgive and I really invite Jesus in. It creates a new way to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is the healing process and journey that I go through. Mm-hmm. So number one, in beginning to restore trust and restoring trust in relationship, I need to forgive. And I don't even want to say you need to. You, you, you're just going to feel. For my own health. For your own I health. I need to. I'm just saying it's this amazing yeah. invitation that because you're so loved now, you can just let it go. Okay. Like don't even make it a big deal. So then after that, it was interesting. I mean, I keep on using this girl last week as an example because I think it's so amazing because in this short amount of time, she was able to experience this so dramatically that she didn't feel nervous anymore, just even in life. She says, mm. I've been living nervous that I'm going to get another trauma, that it's going to happen again. And then I said, now, are you willing to give your husband a gift of trust? And, you know, she says, you know, Audrey, when I really think about it, he's been doing really well, but I just, that I couldn't see it. Sure. He's been, he's been being kind, but I couldn't see it. He's been, mm-hmm. he's been trying, but I couldn't see it because I kept waiting for him to mess up. Mm -hmm. So I said, when you give someone the gift of trust, it's like you're almost giving him the gift of, hey, I'm giving this to you. You can either count it as precious and hold on to it, or, you know, that's your choice, but it gives space now for you to be different Mm -hmm. because I'm going to trust you. Yeah. And you know, Bob, I'm just going to be personal. When you gave me that gift 18 years ago, it has changed my life. Yeah. 
Because, and, yeah, because I couldn't perform enough to earn it. Mm-hmm. I had stopped the behavior. I ended the affair. You know, it wasn't about continued behavior, but I knew that trust, I could never perform enough for you to trust me. I couldn't have cried enough for you to trust me. I couldn't have been sorry enough to deserve this trust. And yet when you offered it to me out of your love for me, it was one of the most beautiful gifts you've ever given me to this day. And I cherish this gift of mm. trust. I treasure this gift of trust because I live up to this trust. You see, now that you gave me the gift mm-hmm. of trust, I live up to it because it is it is the most special gift because now I can be myself, I can be my personality, I can be free because you trust me. Mm-hmm. But I can be, you know, that is such a gift. Yeah. And, and th- then this girl starts to give her husband the gift of trust and she starts to feel better. It's like, wait... It's fun to give this gift of trust. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, and you wouldn't believe how much the amount of space hmm. you're creating for him to level up because you're just giving it to him. The couple that you're mentioning here, I think, is one for many of our listeners. Yeah. Where they've been kind of stuck. Yes. You know, in this rut. Yeah. And they have, you know, spent a lot of time. Yeah ruminating over it again and again and again. And that is even a part of restoring trust is that you do need to examine the reasons for broken trust. Mm -hmm. You know, what happened? You know, were were we presumptuous? You know, were we being foolish, you know, with each other? Uh, Did I make some foolish or wrong choices? And so really coming to grips with what took place and owning our part in that yeah. really helps in the in the reconciling and the restoring of trust one with another. And then it comes to this place of being trustworthy, little by little. You see, it's the every success needs to be reinforced. Yes, exactly. And Very good. Yeah. And, and appreciated because consistency is the true foundation of trust. Yes, it so is. So this is the other element because Ultimately, we want to come to this place that you just shared about, right? And that but is, it is a journey to return their trust, yeah, which is a gift. gift, exactly. Because the question that I have is, you know, how many hoops do I need to jump through? I remember feeling what do that I way. Need? Yes. yes. What more and do we, I need to and do? We how test how on one another? Perfect. Can I be so that maybe mm-hmm. I'll earn it? And so that was a place where you gave it to me, and it it worked. Now, but the, you see, I had to journey. Yes. And I recognized, okay, it really hurts. Yes. I mean, the betrayal yeah. is real. Mm-hmm. The images are tormenting. I mean, and you can trauma sit. is real. Yeah, yep. trauma is real. Yeah. But I didn't want to live the rest of my life victim to what happened. Yes. Okay, so now I have a choice. And so this is where we together began to look beneath every rock, with every behind every closed door. Uh, you know, what did we bring into the marriage? And again, it's not that we're looking to to hang blame, but what we want to do is break the cycle. So I know that we're fully aware that there's a place for earned trust through change mm-hmm. behavior, but today 
we're talking about building trust. Yes. And we're talking about giving the gift of trust. How can we and grow maybe in experimenting trust and challenging ourselves to take off the judgment glasses and see each other through the lens of they're gonna always be like this. Yeah. Sometimes you just really feel stuck. Yeah. And and we keep going around this mountain again and again. Like we'll have some really good days, but then it's it's almost as though you're just waiting for that other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, here we go again. And, and and you can hear people's desperate cry sometimes. Like, when will you trust me again? Mm-hmm. When will you begin to believe me? And that was a big step for me was that, you know, I just needed to begin to believe you again. Mm-hmm. That's a trust big... changes everything. Yeah, that, it was a big step Yes, where, you know, I needed to begin to believe your words mm-hmm. and trust your actions. Mm-hmm. And so that was where then I'm a person... Now we're growing. Yeah. Now we're leveling. I want to be worthy of your trust. Yes. Rather than always just, you know, being there and, and um, being critical, okay, or being suspicious it's just like wait a minute let's find some commonality here Mm -hmm. you're not my enemy you're not my problem you're my gift we actually do love each other and we do want each other and we want a future together we're looking for this place of harmony Mm -hmm. we're looking to experience more of righteousness peace and joy we're looking for a little bit of a little slice of heaven on earth Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is where then you do begin to move through the layers of forgiveness, examining the reasons, being a trustworthy individual, and ultimately begin to return trust one to another. Yeah. And start believing the best instead of assuming the worst. We've said that so many times, but your loved ones can feel your judgment, even if you're not saying any words out loud. So take those thoughts captive. And um, I love Proverbs where it says, a wise person demonstrates patience for mercy means holding your tongue. So when you're insulted, be quick to forgive and forget for you are virtuous when you overlook an offense. See, that sounds almost offensive to someone. What do you mean overlook Mm. an offense? Like Mm. let them off the hook? What I'm saying is believe the best rather than assuming the worst all the time. And that's an invitation to bring you near, you see? Start releasing those angry and hurt feelings. Stop your mind from obsessing about Mm -hmm. the past. Mm -hmm. Focus on the present moment in the future. Turn towards what's going well between us and what we're grateful for. You giving that attention um, helps to pull the weeds yeah. and plant flowers. You yeah. know what I mean? In our yeah. garden of our relationship, mm-hmm. whether that's with your child or your or your spouse or whoever. Yeah. Okay. I want to address the individual that feels as though they've done everything. Okay. And I've they, tried so they've hard. They've tried so I hard. I remember that. And I exhausted. was in those shoes. Okay. Yes. There you go. They're just completely exhausted and they don't know what yeah. to do. What more can I do? Yeah. And what I don't want to happen is for them to become hard hearted and resentful towards the other person. Because they're being accused. Yeah. And then they'll even grow to a place of indifference. Mm-hmm. And as you said, they'll wear the judgment glasses. They're always going to be this way. I'm always going to be in trouble. Yeah. I'm always going to be mm-hmm. accused of something. You're, there's always going to I'm be. I'm always wrong. My character is going to be defamed. Mm-hmm. You'll never trust me again. Simply because they will not trust You'll me. You'll never trust yeah. me again. Yeah. So. What that person can do, mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, is start living in the land of acceptance where you just start accepting yourself 
even though that you're not being accepted by the other person. Mm -hmm. Start there, accept yourself and just say, you know what? Yes, I really did that one thing back then and I did it. But you know what? I fully accept myself and I rest in the security of who I am. You see, there's security involved in accepting how forgiven and Mm -hmm. even my innocence is restored. Like I remember when I felt forgiven, but then I even felt like, I, my innocence has been restored. You can see whatever you yeah. choose to see, but I know that I know that my innocence mm-hmm. has been restored yeah. and I'm completely clean, forgiven, yeah. free. Yeah. And then, so when, when, when I would be attacked by a, even a thought or a feeling of judgment or a suspicion, in that security then, I won't defend mm-hmm. myself and I won't explain myself because when you, when then I'm feeling attacked that, wait a minute, you did that. Aren't you going to, you know, maybe you did that again or whatever that kind of stuff. When that comes at you now in that security, I don't have to defend myself. I can move towards the fact that, you know, I can imagine how much I hurt you in the past. I'm going to absorb what you're giving me right now, as far as maybe you're you're suspicious right now. I can absorb that. Tell me about how that must hurt you because I'll never know. But yet in my security, I can absorb that. And I can say, you know what? I'm not going to re- try to reason with you. I'm just going to say, yes, I hear mm-hmm. your pain. I'm moving towards your pain. But I am so, in my heart, I'm thinking, I'm so thankful that I'm secure. My innocence has been declared from the mountaintops mm. and nobody can take that away from me. So now I can love you even in yeah. your suspicions yeah. or your pain or whatever that is, mm-hmm. and we can journey through. Mm-hmm. And, and again, our insecurities are the very things that play off of each other. Yes. It's our insecurities, our fears that dance with one another. But I don't want to become hard-hearted or indifferent you know, towards you. But what I can do, and everything that you have just said there, Audrey, is where I take personal responsibility for me, for my dignity, my value right. and worth. Okay. How and I perceive now, myself. Now I want to be extremely secure. Yes. So if I'm experiencing insecurity from you, if I'm secure, then I can begin to move towards you in your pain. Yes. And I don't have to devalue myself. I don't have to self-deprecate or right. go to a place of worthlessness or bad me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or typically people don't go there. What they do go to is to the place of defending, explaining, and reasoning of why I went this way. Because I'm innocent. And so yeah. I feel as though I have the need, yeah. you know, to reassure you and tell you. I'm innocent. I'm, I'm innocent. Clean. I don't do that anymore. Right, right. Please Stop believe being so me. suspicious yeah. about me. You know, you can trust me. Yeah. But that never, ever works. But imagine because the Because it comes from a place yeah. of being insecure. Right. But when you're secure. You're at rest. Now you're at rest. Then you can move towards the other person's pain. And then you can be able to say, okay. I didn't realize when I said this or didn't tell you that, you know, I can only imagine how that made you feel. Because that question. When I'm secure. Yeah. Now I create a space for you to feel safe. Yeah. Because when you're being questioned, it's very challenging to just absorb those questions. Mm -hmm. So when you're being questioned. It's just a natural thing to start defending yourself. Yeah, to be reactive. But I'm going to go yeah, back reactive, to that yeah. to that Proverbs verse. So let's just change instead of insulted, because being questioned is insulting. 
Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. So when you're being questioned and insulted, be quick to just forgive, forget, because you're overlooking <laughs> all those person's <laughs> accusations. Like, Okay, let me, let me just back that up. I, yeah. I apologize for chuckling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I hear you. They just forgive, yeah. forget. No, 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 no. Okay, honestly, this is where it comes to this place of security. Yeah. yeah. And this is where I am really loved by God. Yeah. I really want you to love me. Yeah. I really want us to be good with each yeah. other. I want us to be able to laugh and enjoy one another in harmony again. But the best way that happens is when I experience it first with God. Yeah. And I'm and I'm very secure. Now I can bring that to the relationship. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then again, you're you're creating a safe place for the other person. Yeah. That you know, and if they're feeling pain, it's okay. I can be here with you. What I'm really looking for is wanting to be hope for us. Yes. I, I, I do see a future and that we can get through this. And you know what happens when we trust Bob is restored friendship. Hmm, when I start so to when I start to trust you, even if you question me, I'm just gonna I, your friendship is worth getting restored. So I'm just gonna trust you too, even though you're I feel questioned or whatever that is. I'm just gonna believe the best in you. Yeah. Because you know, every personality um has its own you know issues. <laughs> like, like when we low function, different personalities do different things. But I'm telling you that we can learn to live in the land of acceptance yeah. with each other. Yeah. I remember one time we were with a couple and we just said, Hey, how would you guys love to live in the land of acceptance? And they thought about it for a second. They looked at each other and they paused for a minute. And then they both said, that actually sounds like a really good place to live. I said, it is. Yeah. I love this. Even if your loved one hasn't invited you to mm -hmm. live in that land of mm -hmm. acceptance, you can start by letting them live in your land. Accept them. Accept, mm. accept them. Don't demand appreciation. Don't demand accolades. When they question you, just absorb it wow. and say, wow, I am so secure wow. that I'm just going to let you off wow. the hook on this. Well, what you're talking about here, Audrey, is truly that's extra level up. up. I was just going to say, I, know. I was just feeling that one. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that is really leveling up. Wait, wait, you know, talk about. Yeah. Talk you know, about leveling up. The You're gift right. of trust. Yeah. Here is, we go. Let's level up people. hundred percent. Yeah. Like let's actually live there and let's build our sides of the bridge. I remember one time when I had given somebody a gift and I said, Bob, I reached out to someone, I gave them this gift and they didn't send me a thank you or anything. Yeah. And it was kind of an extravagant mm. gift. And you said, well, Audrey, just think, isn't it cool that you built your side of the bridge? And when they want to build their side, they can, but they can. doesn't it feel good to build your side? I went, yeah, yeah it really did. It was great. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be stingy with trust. No, no. Because we can, because we're so, you can't, if you're so secure, you can be very, very generous with giving away trust. Mm -hmm. And as well, what I'm responsible for mm -hmm. is my perspective. Yes. So I really do want to remove my judgment glasses of mm -hmm. you yes. or of us. Yes. Because we all have a perspective and we all have a way of telling our story. Yes. Uh, the story of how we met, you know, the story of our differences, the story of our wedding, of our parenting differences. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, you know, we all have a way of telling our story. Yes. So you can either look back with resentment and heaviness, or you can look back in forgiveness 
and living light and free. I love light and free. And don't try and mold and shape the person into the one you think they should be. Because when you discover and focus on the truth of their identity, embrace the gift that they are, they're different mm. than you, then you remind yourself, you know, you can even remind yourself of a grateful, a, a grateful journal of all the fabulous qualities yeah. of that person. Yeah. You know, that's how you start to trust is by uh, investing in great thoughts about that person. Yeah. Well, again, and that's me yeah. telling our that story. That story. Yeah. This is the story I'm telling about this, you. This is how I'm choosing, you know, yeah. to talk to, to my myself story. and yeah. talk to you oh my about goodness. us. This whole story thing we've been doing this last several months about us telling stories about our day and about each other mm-hmm. and our relationship. We do tell ourselves stories. Yeah, we do. And we have a story when it comes to yeah. trust. So yeah. I think it's... Yeah, and I know that we need to wrap this yeah. up, but I want to go back to us. Yeah. Literally, you yeah, and okay. I. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, You know, with regards to, you know, the betrayal and the broken trust. Right. And this I knew, and I had to come to what I knew to be true. And that was that I loved you and I wanted you. Mm-hmm. So then I had to journey through to the place where then I was capable of giving trust. Mm-hmm. That's on me. You had, you got that, so loved. That is on me. Right. And we always think that it's on the other person mm-hmm. to perform, to do, to earn, you know, to be consistent. Okay. All of that, I get it. But ultimately this is my choice. Yeah. And the gift of trust that we can offer one another What a precious, precious gift. It really, really is. And you know, again, we're, we, 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 this experimenting of trust, it's almost like an experiment that we're inviting you guys to, because you can start by building trust, but then that bridge of building your side of the trust, but then you can give trust as a gift and then you can be trustworthy. I think those, we've kind of talked about trust from every angle. Because we know that some of you are the, you know, you're all in different roles in the mm-hmm. story. You're playing different characters it's a, it's a in these scenarios. It's, it's and, a tangle of trust. Yes, but your ability to establish, build, extend, and restore trust has everything to do with moving forward with yourself. And it really comes down to who you decide who you are. Mm-hmm. Are you that secure? Are you leveling up to be so secure that you can just trust people? Yeah. Because you're not scared. Mm-hmm. You're not scared. It's not necessarily a risk into the unknown, but rather into the absolute. This I know of me to be true. This I know of God to be true. And now we, we can reconcile one with another. And so there's a, a role in that I play as being a trustee. Yeah. And there's a role that you play in being the trustor. Yeah. But we <laughs> yeah. each Truster. need to play our role well. But I am convinced, you guys, as you're listening, that when you start trusting people around you, it does change everything. Mm-hmm. And it starts by giving that gift. I don't think worst case not, scenario. No. No. Why bother? That's not very fun. No, no. I, I, I'm not presuming the worst no. from others. No. No. When, when, I, when I'm in the general public, no, they're I'm, all my friends. Everybody. Yeah. And we can all get along. I love that. Yeah, Harmony. why not? That's a great idea. Yeah, we, we ended last week's <laughs> podcast, you know, with a cheer. You know, yeah. Yeah. If you were to be a, a trustworthy person yeah. and offering trust to others, yeah, that's a happy day. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I hope you've enjoyed this, you guys. I feel like this beautiful 
passion between us, Bob, because mm. we know how fragile this trust is. This is fragile. And yes, I know it is. what we're asking and you to a do. Delicate, delicate yes. here. And what we're asking you to do is major level major up. Level up. Yeah. yeah. Being loved by Jesus. Just that's so not a little secure. Thing. If you can just end this breathing and knowing Mm. I am so secure. Because the trauma can be so so real. You were with me in the trauma. Mm -hmm. And I can trust even when someone I can even trust. This is radical and risky, but it's worth it. Thank Mm. you. Yeah, love it, you guys. Good. And um, we just really send our love, our support, our hugs, our our, our thankfulness for your courage because mm. you're listening to this because you are ready for this. Yeah, the extravagance of God's love is so very real mm-hmm. that he risked pronouncing forgiveness to me even before I was ready for it, wanted I, I it, know. or accepted it. And it's past, present, wow. future, the whole thing, done. Wow. Talk about That's, living, talk about li- that we get to live in the land of his acceptance. But that shows extreme value. Yes, it extreme does. Extreme love. Yeah. So this is what happens. Being loved by him. Yeah. All of a sudden I begin to see with new eyes, the us, the you, and you are worth loving and worth trusting. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next Bye-bye. time. Bye.